0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 119 of the Happy Tans podcast today's episode, we have Tisha Buxton from The Sun Gun Tanning in Idaho. Tisha is a second time guest. She's back again three years later from the time we recorded this. We recorded back in January of 2020. Now we're actually recorded in January of 2023. Now it's only coming out here in March, but it is great to hear from her and connect with her. This is a wonderful interview. She'll talk a lot about mindset, Enneagram test, getting out of your own way, money mindset, a bunch of other things that will help you expand your horizons, expand your mind, expand your business. She talks about how usually it's the person getting in their own way. You are the bottleneck and keeping you from your own success. So make sure to check this out. She focuses a lot of her time now, not so much in the tanning or in her physical location. She has a great team that helps handle that. And by the way, we talk about hiring, firing, and how to handle that as well. But she is really focused on her mentorship and training that she has to offer at thesungun.com. Feel free to check it out. And Tisha, thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure to spend some time with you. And as always, the Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do we help you look good, we help you get found online. So come check us out, happytans.com. Click the Create Your Website button to get started. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, grant at happytans.com. We'd love to not only help you look great online, we'd like to help you get more clients in the door every single day. Come check us out. HappyTans.com. Email me with any questions. Grant at HappyTans.com. I hope you have a wonderful and a beautiful day. Take care and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have Tisha Buxton from the Sun Gun in Idaho. How are you doing today, Tisha?
0: I'm doing so. Good. So good. Excited to be here.
1: Thank you. Yeah. To be back here, right? We were just talking January of 2020 was when we recorded the first episode three years ago, right? Right before the pandemic, lots of things have changed, I'm sure from since then. So for those that haven't met you, haven't listened to the first episode back, episode 60, I'll link that down below too. Check that out. I'd love to get an update of what has changed in Tisha's life in the last three years with your business and anything else you want to share with us.
0: Oh man. Okay. Well, I don't even remember what we talked about (laughs) on our last podcast because I feel like it was seven years ago, not three. Um, (laughs) But then it's also really cool to like, look back and be like, um, lots have actually changed in those three years. So back when we recorded that first one, um, I had two locations and a couple of employees, um, we were selling our products and, I don't even think I was actually doing trainings at that time or like announcing to anyone. I kind of kept that secret for a while.
2: Yeah, I think so. And
0: yeah. And so now, which is crazy, I closed both of those locations and opened up my own um, brick and mortar um, a year ago. And um, that was like my dream. That was on my vision board. And anytime I had coaches, they'd always ask me like, why, why do you want that? And I'm like, I don't freaking know. It's just like <laughs> in my dream, I want, I can like envision my logo sign, like on the side of the building. And so, and I always felt like a little like, oh no, I need to have like a reason, but I think it's like a badge of honor sometimes to be like, this is my place like that now represents that I have established my business. I have my employees and like right, it's like made I feel like I've made it. Anyway, so yeah. closed down both those, opened up the um brick and mortar that we moved into. And now I I mean let's see. So after that couple of years, so I did start really breaking into more of like training just because more people kept just like organically reaching out to me and so I was like you know what I'm already doing things like why am I not talking about it so then I'm talking about doing trainings more and I'm getting more bookings and then um last year we rolled out our online course which was really cool um it was really great to have people like fly into Idaho to see me and like do those one-on-ones because I like shut down the salon and like the whole day is theirs, Mm -hmm. um, for these trainings. And so when we were able to launch the online course, that was really cool because I spent months and months and months creating this program that was exactly like you were there in person, like down to how, like the agenda, how we start everything, like strategically, how I move throughout the course. Um, it was identical. The only thing is uh, you didn't have me right there being like, good job, you did great, you know? Um, <laughs> so that was really cool and really exciting. And that's been going really good. Um and it was fun because I I market it as like I you get your whole business in a box. I send you everything because in the beginning for me, I was I had analysis paralysis. I was like, okay, this is a big investment for For me and my family, this is a big risk. I want to do it right. And so I was researching, you know, I was down the YouTube academy, oh, yeah. you know, uh,
2: rabbit hole for, yeah <laughs> for
0: for months, right? Of like, okay, this equipment and then researching solution. It was so stressful. And looking back, I'm like, that's also like the funnest time in. <laughs> In your business, it, like that, like baby beginning time, like there's so much excitement, like the honeymoon phase of, yeah. you know, starting your businesses. I mean, w- once you move on on down the ranks or whatever, then I feel like you just get high qual, like higher quality problems, right? Like you yeah. always have yeah. problems; they're just different. Yeah. They're and different. um, so with this course, I wanted to create a space where people could have it kind of vetted for them and be like, this is your great starting point. I don't want to keep you in this business box that I'm giving you. Mm -hmm. I want this to be your starter kit where then you can have so much confidence knowing that you've started great. You're not going to be losing all this money on equipment. That's oh no. (laughs) Sorry, we're having a Amber alert. (laughs) Mm here in Idaho okay all
1: right there we go
0: um what was I saying
1: the business like you don't want people to be stuck in the box yeah
0: yeah I don't want them to get stuck in the box and um you know be like okay I can only do what Tisha says and like this is how I'll be successful but I did it very strategically in a way where I give you such a good baseline that then you're like cool I can build on this. I can have my confidence and I can use this as my template. And then when I feel comfortable enough, then I can branch out and like, you know, start implementing these other things because I believe everybody's business is so unique and like everyone has their own magic.
2: Yeah. So
0: I didn't want anyone to feel like your business has to be just like mine or, you know, you have to like be a really big personality and really loud to, you know, make it and advertise on Instagram or whatever, like take what I've done and my experiences that I've gone through. And then here are also the stepping stones of what you can do to like, make it your own, because that's, that's the magic. Like people are going to come to you for you. So anyways, and in the course too, um, I didn't want it just to be an online course, sometimes I feel like they have a little bit of a bad rap or people don't want to say like, Oh, I got my training online. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound bougie. Right. (laughs) So with this, and then there's also like, you take your course and then you're like done. And so I wanted with this one to be a place where you have like a business bestie, in it like you have me Mm -hmm. so i also do um which is so crazy to me still that like this is my life Mm -hmm. but um i launched what's called marco mentoring and i don't know if you've heard of the app marco polo but it's essentially kind of like facetime like pre-recorded and then the Mm -hmm. other when the person can they'll look at it and then you can like respond back or similar to Voxer, but it's in a yeah. video form. Oh, very cool.
2: Yeah.
0: And um so I started offering my like mentoring services because I was already doing that too. I love to share. I I'm a little bit of an overshare <laughs> with stuff. I'm like, you want to know stuff? Like, yes, girl, like let me help you because I I want to be that person that like maybe I didn't have or I did have people that were awesome and so in the beginning and so i'm like i want to just keep that going and it's just fun like it's funner that's funner energy to like share your knowledge and like help other people on their journey and so with being kind of organically pushed into that place of m- being more in that like mentor type role which i'm i'm still learning i'm still i'm still doing i don't really feel like a mentor but i also yeah. Feel like I'm a great friend yeah. and I'm a great person to see other people's magic in them it's like right. a gift right. so um like I'm just a reader of people and so with this Marco mentoring I then included that into my training so they get all of these fundamentals of like everything that they need so they mm-hmm. don't feel like a beginner when they're a beginner because nobody likes to feel that way So I wanted to like eliminate that, take away the scarcity and like the scared of starting and make it fun. Mm -hmm. But then they also have me like afterwards, you get Marco mentoring with me after to go over then, you know, if you have more questions or troubleshooting, oh my gosh, you over tanned someone's hands, you're mortified. How do you fix it? Cool. Let me like walk you through this Um, or just down to like, how do I get my spouse on board with my dreams you know yeah. like how do I I have big dreams and I feel like they're kind of holding me back which that stuff is hard and not oh, yeah. many people talk about that in the beginning and so it has been so cool to see where I've been pushed in like the three years that we have back when we did that interview from going from you know just spray tanning and doing some trainings to now completely having employees that like run my shop and I'm so blessed to have that team and then I just literally get to show up and do the things that I love to do in my business. Right.
1: So. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. We you covered a lot of stuff. I think it's uh, we could go down many different rabbit holes <laughs> with this one, but yeah, I remember from the first episode I and uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you were you had started uh, the the company the SunGun, and it was kind of just an outlet for you. With the you, you know, I think you had a couple of little ones at home. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that was just kind of something for you, which I understand. You know, the need for that it completely makes sense. Kind of yourself, you lose a little bit of your identity. I feel like, especially as a mother uh, with young kids at home, yeah. um, I've you know, I've seen that uh, firsthand. So I understand that it's, it's a challenge. I think so. it's kind of like an outlet for you, and now how much has changed in the past, just these past uh, three years, since we recorded previously, It's was quite, uh, a, you know, astonishing to see that, you know, the transition that you've made from seem like you were, you know, already two locations in, I don't know what the goal was then I don't know if it was a third location, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's kind of like, let's pull this back. Let's do this one spot. Let's do the training, the mentoring and all these other things to help give back. And I think the, the oversharing is a good thing. I think I've, Mm -hmm. guilty of that as well for like, it's one of those things you kind of hear, like, as long as you help people, you know, get what they want, you always be able to get what you want kind of thing. And it's, you know, not from a selfish standpoint, but obviously you'll benefit from that as well. And for me, at least I'm sure you can relate the, the most rewarding things is hearing or seeing people's success because you helped maybe do something. It's obviously always an amazing feeling. I'm sure you can relate to that as well.
0: Yeah. It's like an addicting feeling (laughs) to help someone and like literally be in that excitement with them on that journey and I feel like um I also you know I I feel like I've I've seen a lot too sometimes women can feel very alone Mm -hmm. in their businesses and you know because not everyone does I feel like in the spray tan community we're pretty good like I feel like we're if we have some of them we're like oh are you new here like we don't we don't do that here we support everyone here um but in some of like maybe the other industries like within the beauty industry especially Mm -hmm. um you know girls can get catty and mean and, and just that competitiveness comes out and people can feel very like alone and so I yeah I wanted to be a place where nobody felt like alone or or you're just different like entrepreneurs were built different you'll notice that like you you'll go to talk to your friends that you that you had before you started and you can't you don't really relate with them anymore yeah or they don't want to talk business 24 7 and you don't understand that's weird or your (laughs) spouse is like it's 11 o'clock Go to bed. I yeah. don't want to hash out <laughs> marketing strategies with you right now. Like yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Like that's when you go to your your tribe of people that like get it. Where the overshares, where the excitement, right? Like that's we're just we're different humans in that way, and so you mm. need that community. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, you know, the the thing would be challenging. I've never experienced that. I can't even imagine my wife is like on the complete opposite, like completely supportive of like, it'd be the most crazy idea. She's like, sure, whatever, <laughs> go for it, figure it yeah. out, <laughs> uh, which is great. I, I, it'd be hard to imagine having somebody be like running with, with like, a, you know, a, some kind of weight you're trying to pull behind you, right? It's be hard. Yeah. Um. So I know yeah. that's challenging. Just one of the many things that people could could be up against uh in their in their business. So for you, you've been able to take a step back from actually being behind the gun, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. tending, you got people working for you. I mean, there's like I said, there's so many ways we could go. First, I'd like to know the the whole hiring, you know, finding a team piece is really challenging for people. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to know if you have any tips like what's worked for you. You know, did you give you give equity away? Like, what does that look like for you? I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Um, but yeah. I also think a lot of people might, you know, just be very protective. And it's just more like, hey, I need to get people in here. I need to make sure I'm still making enough, obviously, to support myself and the business. And I also don't want to give all my secrets away because X, Y, Z, right? They're very protective. Yes. So I'm curious, exactly. how does that work for you? And what what have you found success in, and or even failure? I would love to know what things haven't worked as well.
0: Oh my gosh, Grant, I am so excited that the call is going this direction. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay, me so too. hiring employee, very valid that this is probably like the hardest thing for business owners to take that next step, right? Like you've you hit in that point where you're like, okay, hey, I literally need to clone myself. Yep. I'm burning the candle at both ends. And like, you just know in your gut, like it's it's that next stage of growth. But the fear of everything that you just said, right? Like putting your trust into someone, them taking advantage of that and it eventually like hurting your business, right? Like that's the fear. Well, here are my tips for that because those fears are valid. I don't think you can ever fully eliminate them because I feel like it's part of your like learning entrepreneur journey. And yeah. everyone's going to have a different story, and I've done it several different ways. And I've template, I've used a template from like multiple different people of things that worked for them, and so I'll just share like some of the things that I did. So for me, I want things bullet points. I don't, my brain doesn't work very well if it gets too complicated. I'm more of like a dreamer, fun type vibe numbers Mm -hmm. make me want to throw up so (laughs) when it came to the point of like hiring an employee I'm like I'm not a good enough business owner because I don't like this side of it that Mm -hmm. I I won't be able to be a good leader right that was the story that I had written for myself and I eventually had to poke holes in that story because it was stupid I could delegate some of those other things like I could hire an accountant to help me crunch those numbers where it made sense in my business. And that gave me so much freedom. Like, I feel like I could breathe. I could make educated business decisions because I knew I wasn't gonna like hurt my business. Cause that was my biggest fear. I'm like, yeah. I don't know the numbers. Like, oh, I don't wanna tell someone, oh, I'll pay you this amount of money, right? Yeah. So hiring a professional And there's lots of different levels of it. Like you don't have to go and spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, I think in the beginning I paid, I paid $400 a month. That was a big stretch for my business at the time, but I saw the return. Like what I got from that first decision that like jump, right. Was like, okay, now I can then hire an employee. It was a domino effect of helping me be able to make all these other decisions in my business. So it was like once you can find those pain points, you can start kind of like seeing where they're hurting your business in a way. So hired an accountant to help me look at my numbers, and what I ended up doing is like a commission um, hourly hybrid situation. And I've done both of them, and I think it works for lots of different people. But um, I found that if I did it hourly, I had employees that were just like running the clock yeah and then when I had it on just commissions then I had them you know feeling like it wasn't really worth it if like people weren't booking during the slow time
2: Right.
0: and then when I moved into the new spot and I'm like I want someone here so someone can just walk in and we implemented walk-in Wednesdays which that's like a side tangent but (laughs) it was actually really cool Um, where we just like send out reminders on Tuesday to do all of their prep, but then they can just walk in on Wednesday. They don't have to have an appointment and like, we just have it designated to that day and it, it did really well actually. Um, and so that's why I also wanted to be paying someone hourly so she could just be there, but if nobody came, I'm still paying her to do like admin type stuff, but then she gets paid, um, like a smaller commit. So she gets paid like $10 an hour. And then she gets paid um, a commission on each TAM, which it's a smaller commission because I pay her more commissions on retail.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. And um, now I want to go back to the, you said about, you know, the fear of like sharing all of your secrets and everything. Okay. So I have had five employees over like the span I've been in business for five years and um, all of them have been amazed aside from one and she ended up stealing from me for about eight months and I had no idea wow. and I don't want this to scare everyone because they're like see this is why this is why I'm not <laughs> having employees like no way but here what here's what I want to share about that so what I did wrong in that situation is I did not listen to the red flags. There were several red flags. One of them was, and when you're like your whole interview process, I do it a little bit differently. Um, where they have to, like, um, I give them kind of like a list. I want them to, I have them take the Enneagram test. That's like a personality test. That is my favorite. Um, And if they don't take that and tell me what their number is, that tells me they can't follow directions. Like they need to give me their resume and then like a cover letter. So those are like the three things that I really look for. And in my area, I have a lot of um, like groupies. Um, We've really built our brand and people are like, they're kind of like fangirls over it. And so sometimes I get a lot of people, they just think it would be super fun. To come hang out with us. Like, I think we're a party all the time, which we are, but also, like, I'm looking for a very specific person. I need someone that can treat my clients with the utmost, like, luxury and just, like, the kindest person that makes everyone feel seen. They just have to have a bomb personality, basically. They have to know how to talk to people, they have to make people feel seen, and they have to be coachable. And I can, I can train any one technique. I can't teach that. Right. Right. So that's really something that I look for. And also like how they put themselves together when they come to that interview, you know, are, are they, are they well put together? Are they very confident in how they're speaking? And, um, that also plays a big part, but so going back to my, my mess up or my, let's say my lesson. Okay. Okay. So in my lesson was where I wasn't listening to those red flags. One of the red flags was um, she always seemed to have an issue with her pay, no matter what it was, if it was this or that. And, um, and she was one of, I kind of noticed was, you know, milking the clock a little bit, or it would take her three hours to clean the salon. And in this time, when I had her, I had one little room that was like a 10 by 10 that should not take you three hours to clean that room, you know, or, and I very much encourage my employees to like, like market themselves, like be on our Instagram. Like I want our people to feel like they know you because if they're going to come in, I want them to feel like they're your friends. Right. And she always had issues with that or like, honestly, anything I, wanted her to do and it was very frustrating we had to have several talks of like hey if like you don't feel like this is a good fit or like you like that's okay like you know we can like be done type of deal and um I just felt like it was always something and I always required my girls to wear scrubs and um I noticed a couple of times I would catch her in little lies about things stupid example was. You know, she got on Marco Polo was marking me and I noticed she wasn't in her scrubs. And she told me that she, oh, I had just taken them off really quick to run an errand, like just little lies that she like, wasn't honest. Yeah. And my tipping point was we were in a group, um, like a group's, uh, training. I was trying to teach my girls how to talk about like how to educate our clients on the products. And like, we don't use certain buzzwords and you don't want to ask like, yes or no questions and kind of like how to remove your, oh my gosh, I'm getting on so many tangents, Grant.
1: That's okay. That could be a
0: whole nother thing. Okay. It's
1: so Yeah, it's okay.
0: To sum it up, everyone. I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> teaching them something, okay?
1: That's right.
0: So as I'm teaching them something, this employee butts in and she shares, oh, this is how I like to do that with clients is I will tell them, um, hey, if you will buy this, this helps me get this bonus. And I All was right. like, ew, no. Yeah, not that that. <laughs> 1,000% is um, dishonest. And that makes the client feel awful. Like, and so I was like, no, like, what? That is not what we're about. So I ended up letting her go. And, um, at this point I did not know she had been stealing from me. Right. So there was just like that, that like feeling, but I kept putting it off. No, I've invested a lot in her. Um, people are very comfortable with her. She sprays great. I'm trying to like justify keeping her there. And once we finally like let her go or whatever, um, I then learned later that she had been having clients Venmo her for tans. And for products for about eight months. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: (laughs) So this is the lesson that was learned from that. Okay. I didn't have very good systems set up where it protected me from that. So now I have someone who's in charge of inventory. She does not sell any inventory. She is my shipping and inventory person. Because my employee at the time, she was in charge of letting me know, like keeping the inventory updated so she could fudge those numbers if she wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we do not take cash and we do not do Venmo. Ah, and a go. big thing that protected me during that time was the systems that I use, and I've used several of them. But in all of them, what I've done is they have to pay for their appointment before they come. and it's just, it's so easy for rebooking and sales. It makes it like, it it's like in the, like they've already paid for their tan and my no shows are never anymore because right. they paid for that appointment. So because I had that in place, she wasn't able to get as much money. She was only getting like add-ons if they did a rapid or if they bought a lotion, things like that, where she could have got a lot more money if she was then checking them out afterwards. So I was grateful that I had that set up that way. And that's why we don't do cash and why we don't do Venmo um, to just like protect us in that way. So my lessons, it showed me where the, where the holes were in my ship. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was also very grateful for that in the moment. No, it's like the most awful feeling ever. And so the advice that I would give is that when you're interviewing your people, Um, you know, or even if they're working for you and you're getting some red flags, like listen to your intuition Mm -hmm. and check and make, right. Like, cause I had let her go because she was being dishonest in other things. And I had this thought of, if she's being dishonest with clients and also with wearing her scrubs, which are little things when I'm here, what is she doing when I'm not here? Right. So, and this was also when I wasn't in my own spot. Well, I had like a suite, like a salon right. suite. So right. now that I'm in my own spot, like it's a little bit easier to control that as well. But yeah, like hiring can be very scary, but it can also be very awesome. Like, yeah. because I went through that and the team that I have now means so much more to me. And like, they also went through that with me a little bit. Um, my new girl, I didn't share any of that with her. Um, but she just kind of like heard through the grapevine, And so it's almost like now she is like overly loyal because of like what had happened to me that I'm like, she will be a lifer. Like she will be with me for life. You know, maybe she will be the next person that I like sell my business to or something like, and so I think it just takes finding, you know, and you're going to have to go through a couple you're going to have to, in each one, you're going to learn something different. And when I also had some of my first employees, I was so scared to like correct them because I don't want to make them feel like they were doing a bad job.
2: Right. But
0: also you, you can't do that,
2: <laughs>
0: like, right. right? Like you're representing my business. And so
2: um,
0: I, when I was first hiring her or like any of my employees, I tell them, if you ever decide that you want to like go out on your own awesome like let me help you and I did I had an employee that had her baby um last year and it was just too hard for her to come in so she wanted to do it from her house and so she did it the right way and she came to me and I helped her get her equipment she had already been trained by me so she already had her certificate and then she it was so cool to like watch her like, go off, you know? And like, yeah. and then I tell them, but like, if you ever decide like, this, like, this is not the life for you, like you are always welcome back. Right. Like, that's kind of how I set the intentions at the very first. Um, I did the same thing with that other employee too, but again, just not the right fit. Right. And I should have listened to that, but like, it doesn't have to be a scary thing. It can be a very fun thing. But also like, don't, the line of friends and boss, right. Yeah, can talented. also be a hard thing to do. Yeah, um, sure. and so I don't like go out to dinner with them unless it's like Christmas and it's like a company thing or something. Um, I have very good boundaries with that because that is a problem for me. that is why I couldn't let go of that one employee because I felt like, she was my friend. Right. But I also think everyone's my friend. It's a problem. <laughs>
2: so
0: um I, I now have learned to have very good like boundaries and I can tell people. And just yeah. being in my coaching position now, I just coach them. I'm like, right. what are your goals? Right. What do you want to do here? I want you like you're a part of this. It's not a me thing. Like, what can I do to help you achieve your goals? And I think that's how I've been able to create such a close bond with my, with my people.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think that, you know, you obviously learn a lot along the way, like you said, there's really no way you're going to, there's going to be bad apples, whatever you want to call it. Occasionally, something's going to happen. A lot of it, I feel like obviously you learn over time and some people have better, I would say maybe uh, emotional and intelligence than others based on, um, you know, what based on like, Being able to read people and say, oh, this is a, you know, this person's going to be a good person, you know, or whatever they can tell off the bat. Whereas other people struggle with that. I don't read people as well as my wife. So like I would have her like (laughs) interview the people or something. But um, yeah, that's
0: a great idea. uh, Like it can be so many different things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I I think like one of the, the, one of the good things you said, one of the, you know, best things you said was talked about actually having these people come in and like showing that you care about them. And like I think a lot of people when they're hiring is like, this feeling of you're coming to work for me like yeah. this is your job versus like at least and it sounds like this is how you are and this is how I am like I told my team that now has grown and I've been fortunate like we've hit the you know home runs on everybody we brought in which is great I don't know how it's pure
2: mm-hmm.
1: pure just whatever I don't know I don't want to call it like I've just been very fortunate but the thing is like we say like there's look, there's no titles I'm no different than you there's an open door even though we're online right there's an open door policy you can come to me at any time with any question I will never be offended and I want to help you grow where do you want to go and like what is your goal mm-hmm. in life and you know some people might say I want to you know for you guys for in spray tan I want to own my own spot I want to do this I want to do that great let me help support you to get you there and you know what they're going to a lot of people are scared because, like, oh, the person's only going to be here for X amount of time, and they have these other mm-hmm. thoughts. And, but I see it as like I'm, f- like I'm fostering that caring for them, and they understand it. Like I, Grant is helping, I'm going to give back to him.
0: Oh and yes, it's a domino.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tisha's yeah. helping me. Of course, I'm going to support her business while I'm here. And you know what? They might fall in love with it and say, I don't even want to leave. Or it could be two years down the road, they could have a baby, whatever it is. Life changes, and say, mm-hmm. I need to step out on my own. But at least you have that open door where it's like, Hey, if you're interested in stepping out, just tell me, I don't want you to go behind my back. Don't steal from us. Don't do that. Like whatever it is, you know, come to me with that. I think that's important lesson. And a lot of people are just, I don't know. I guess there's that underlying worry of like, they're going to take whatever I know and create the business or they're going to leave. And I'm going to have to hire somebody new, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And there's so many different things that come up when you're hiring people. But I think Finding that personality, like you said, you can train the skill. You you don't really train the personality. People come with that out of the box. So you want to make sure that fits. Doing little things during your interview, right? It's like you know, leave a piece of paper on the ground, and they bend up and bend over and pick it up for you. Like little things that you pick up on. Oh, that's people. actually
2: a good one. Yeah, I don't
1: remember where I saw that or heard that before. That's pretty good. Like really which, good oh, yeah, ten people come in, only one person picks up the paper, the rest of people just leave it on the ground. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, there's little things you could do. So. I think that's great. And I think one of the things you said, like you don't want to tell people, you know, they're doing things wrong, even though you want to help train them is like looking mm-hmm. at it from coming in with, know, this is actually coming from being a parent of a four and a half year old daughter. Mm-hmm. It's like coming mm-hmm. in and yep. without saying you're wrong, saying, I like the way you did that. How about you also try this? Or what if you did it this way? And like yes. question them and they're like, oh, good idea. Let me try that. And then they, in their mind say, oh, I came up with this idea on my own. I own this, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's all these things yeah. that, can so, anyway, well, and
0: here's here's like a little like side note with that as well I feel like us as entrepreneurs are we don't like to be told what to do right like we take that very personal we you know we're like oh shoot yeah like we're very hard on ourselves but there's also a whole nother like I don't want to say like species because sounds like dinosaurs but like of people that are like employees they yeah. thrive on they want to be told what to do mm. I cannot relate to this they yeah, love yeah. like checklists and they love where me I'm like I would feel bad if someone gave me a list because then I would be like oh my gosh I didn't do what I was yeah. supposed to and start down this like thing right yeah like, I can, relate. My I can own relate business owners Yeah, yeah, yeah I we I don't relate. want to do that we don't mm. want to answer to mm. anyone but it was that was like m- mind-blowing for me when I was like oh they actually like that because yeah. my employee came to me and she's like I want you to tell me in the moment whenever I'm doing something so I can change it because I genuinely love that like yeah. I respect that like she came to me and told me that and I was like what yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. okay
1: that's so right there's so many people that just want to come in and check off the list and know they did their job they did it for eight hours they did it good they did everything's off the list and that's good and i i probably honestly used to be that person whatever you know flip the switch and me did but yeah that doesn't excite me at all but there's people out there that still want to do that that's all they just want to check in check out leave all of it right the mental load of owning your own business is real (laughs) it doesn't go away yeah
0: right and so i think that's like there's, you know, there's, there's power, there's power in that type of knowledge of knowing. And that's what really helped my mindset of that and helped me become a better leader is knowing that like, I can love them in a way that helps like build them. And they love that where my fear that was holding me back was like, I, I don't want to correct them. I don't want to make them feel, but they actually love it. So
1: yeah. And the, yeah. the thing you mentioned about the friendship is, is interesting because I, I also struggle with that. In fact, back in my days when I worked more on the corporate side of stuff, before I got in the tanning industry, I had a job and hired a friend. And I was, quote unquote, his boss and a couple other friends that we all worked together. And it was great working. But when you had to, like, as the quote-unquote boss right, and and, right the typical hierarchy Mm -hmm. structure of the corporate America you're the boss like you have to reprimand or say hey we need to get this stuff done like I'm the boss it's just awkward whereas like actually my boss above me in that situation is one of my best friends my daughter's godfather like he was he had no problem he would just put it all aside and say hey dude what are you doing what are you thinking like but me to the next level like down it was very challenging so I can see that friendship piece is like and a lot of people probably hire their friends or become friends, which there's a yeah. level there. And everybody's different about that. Like I said, my friend could easily dismiss. He didn't care. We were best friends. He's like, dude, I don't care. Like get this done. You should have done yeah. what you said. Yeah. So it's interesting too.
0: Yeah, it, it is. And I think, you know, that's something that I learned as I went through each, <laughs> each one. <Yeah. laughs> and I do feel like they are friends, but it's different. Like yeah. the girl that um, rents from me. Um, she does permanent jewelry out of my spot and she told me um, one day which was like the I was like the best compliment because I feel like I worked so hard on it but she was like I can tell when you walk in here because your employee she just like sits up a little taller and she's like her attention is on you and you were like Mm. her boss but we still are able to have like she can tell me about her boyfriend she can tell me right like we have that time but also when it's business time it's business time. Yeah. And so i that was like the best compliment to me when I was like, oh, I did good.
1: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a great feeling for sure, for sure. Well, I would like to change gears a little bit because we've talked about yeah. the employee thing. I think obviously that's super challenging. We've had maybe an episode or two where people have touched on that, but that's helpful. I think now outside of the actual tanning and, and getting there, building out your spot or you know, having your own spot, your physical location, going from two back to one, now you have your spot with the the sun gun on the the door, or the side of the building, whatever it is. Now you're actually in the business of you said mentoring, not only just doing the training online, which sounds like a wonderful way to do it. it sounds like you put a lot of time and energy into that, which is great. We'll make sure to link that down below for people that are interested oh, more about that. That's yeah, of so course. nice, of course. But for the mentoring side, you've had the opportunity to work with people, just not only in the sunless industry. You you told me before we started recording, so also outside of that. Yeah. I'm interested to tap into that a bit more because I'm sure you see a lot of consistencies with struggles and challenges and obstacles that people have. And I'm kind of curious about what those kind of the top two or three are the things that come to your mind of like, what's holding these people back regardless of where they are in their journey. Or I think, you know, like you said earlier, you had analysis paralysis and one of my, Uh, podcast that went out this week, uh, as of we're recording, this was about the top five things I've heard across the board over a hundred plus episodes was like, number one was like, take action. Like all the people Mm -hmm. that were quote unquote successful had gotten to where they were, they took action without that. Obviously there's nothing So like, that is the number one thing you have to do. So I'm curious about what are those little things that are tripping people up? Like, where are they struggling most commonly? I'm curious if that, I'm sure that when you say these, everybody's going to relate to them, but I'm curious about that. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, I love this question. You're so great at these questions, by the oh, way. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, the biggest one that most times people come to me for is they're either getting ready to like launch a product and they want my brain to kind of help them like strategically like go through that. And so that's what they'll like sign up for. But then as we're getting into it, we're learning. Obviously, there's just like some some like mental blocks. So, I can't help them with any strategies until like their mind is right, because mm-hmm. it's going to sabotage it all the time. So, the first thing that I'll have them do is I have them take the Enneagram test, and it's the personality test. I can send you the link that I like too, so you can yeah, add it. If awesome. you want. Yeah. And this just like tells you, you know, about yourself, and there is power in knowing about yourself. And the Enneagram is not made to like, put you in a box it's how ha- it's made to help you get out of that box
1: self-awareness or, right it's huge yeah exactly
0: mm-hmm. and so um it's so cool it's one of my favorite things when i can see them feel so seen because typically the things that they feel the worst about themselves once they learn they're actually their superpower <laughs> so for me a quick example of that for me my enneagram number i'm a three so that's like the achiever. And some of the, I don't know, I call them villains. Some of the villains of a three is that we like shapeshift. So we change depending on who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can feel very like inauthentic or like we're a fraud or like, who, who even am I? Right. But actually what I'm able to do is I'm able to mirror the best version of that person to help them be like their best selves wow. so do you see like the power in like yeah. just knowing that and obviously your deep my default setting is always going to go back to I'm I'm a fraud who who am I what is my identity like right if I'm not achieving I'm not anything mm-hmm. and so it takes a lot of work to like get through that but with knowledge comes power and so we kind of like work through that and then the next thing is, it's so shocking, um, is people's money mindset. Oh, yeah. You would not believe how much this actually affects like everything in their life, right? So it's funny. They think they're coming in and we're going to plan their launch of their new thing that they're doing. But we spend the first half of it really hashing out of like, Okay, but you are only charging fifty dollars for this thing. Why is that? Why don't you feel like you're worth more than that? Why don't you? Why are you attaching your value to this, right? Like, then we're kind of like peeling back these things. And so, oh my gosh, I freaking love talking about money and like energy <laughs> and like the. My favorite book is like you're a badass at making money. That's one of my favorites. I haven't read that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I am an audible um, person yes like I would I get more out of things being like listened to than I do actually reading them so what I do when I go to the gym which you guys listen to, I don't go all the time okay we're not like one of those vibe people but we were starting it to help my mental health anyways and my kids aren't there so I can like really I don't have to keep pausing my book oh yeah so when I'm at the gym, I'm listening to this and she's just talking about like, your literally your mindset on money and how you think about things and like what you actually think about is like what you attract. So if you, your beliefs is that if you think, you know, rich people are snobs, you are going to repel ever being rich.
2: Yeah.
0: Like it's just all, anyways, you guys need to listen to it. I got all of my like, even though she's talking about money, it almost opened up my creative brain where I was like then just writing lists and lists and lists of like all these new things that I wanted to do.
2: Right. It was
0: it was like the key to my creativeness. So I tell people to read it all the time.
2: Yeah. I but um
0: yeah, so aside from like the mindset stuff and the money stuff, the next thing is like people want is help with social media. They're like, teacher, I hate social media. How do you just like show up? so great and like you do it so well and whatever and so that's why I strategically have them on Marco Polo is because a lot of times people it's uncomfortable for them to look at their own face
2: right Right?
0: like that's how we were raised like don't be vain like <laughs> that's like come on like don't yeah. be that person we're yeah. in a totally new age like there's it's it's now transformed from like vanity to confidence Mm -hmm. and there's like a complete difference in that and people can feel that through the screen but I feel like people's biggest fears they don't want to come off as inauthentic on the screen right so they just don't right but the thing that helped me the most in my business and it literally grow so much every year I think is because I share so much of who I am and like my life that people literally feel like we're best friends.
1: Yeah. They know you. Yeah. They relate to you. Yeah. And that's how
0: they treat it. And so when I'm teaching them on social media or on Marco Polo about like some social media stuff that they can do to practice um, is I have them just because what I've done with my page and everyone might be different. This is just what worked for me is I made my page a hybrid. So it is a personal slash business. Even though it says the sun gun on my handle or whatever, like it is all me. It is all my life. I share my husband's crazy hunting ideas (laughs) that he has. And I make like hunting reels. Sometimes I feel like our Instagram puts us in a bubble where we're like, we can only share tips. We can only share sales. We can only share but like people want to buy from their friends. Yeah. They want to support their friends. And so that's how I feel like I've been able to give value with building my business 100% on Instagram mm. is by choosing to like share my life and it's easy. Meaning like it's effortless, it feels good to me, it is fun and all, all of these other things that I got with my business are then just like an after effect of like having fun you know and so being able to help people with that part you know like I said there's several different tips that I do is I'll have them go on Marco Polo and I have them get used to seeing their face it's almost like desensitizing them to it we're just chatting I want it to feel like we're friends then when they I have them do their first challenge which is just sharing their biggest pet peeve a story they have to get on their stories and they have to share their biggest pet peeve and at this point it should feel like they're just talking to me they're talking to one person and and I tell them all the time like everything is content in my mind when because a lot of times people are like I don't know what to share like oh I don't know I'm like everything you literally share everything meaning like are you eating peaches and you just dumped them all over the floor cool put that in your story
2: <laughs>
0: it's relatable right yeah. like you're I, I think sometimes people think oh it has to be this big perfect. immaculate perfect <laughs> thing
2: yeah
0: and it the greatest thing about it is that you can't do it wrong because it's yours yeah it's you you can't do you wrong so whatever your Instagram needs to like form to be and it's gonna be ever evolving because it's literally like an extension of you you're ever evolving right and so it's so cool to be able to help people like because again they come to me and I'm like okay do I have a personal account do I have a business account what do I sh- like how do I manage both of them but then I also want to do this side hustle things like makeup do I do a whole nother account my <laughs> advice will always be keep it at one
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: you'll get burnt out trying to do them on all the different things and again if that doesn't you have to test something my favorite word is like beta test (laughs) in like, like, I don't have like lessons. I'm just like constantly testing things and receiving back. Like what data did I get from that? Okay, cool. Did that work? No, it actually wasn't a good idea to go back to my personal account. Cool. I'm going to change back, try it on like a sweater. Does that sweat? How does it feel? Does it feel (laughs) okay? No. Okay. We're going to take it off. We're going to leave it on. Right. So it's just all testing. People get caught up in, You have to stick to one thing. And, like, that's, you know, like when you name your Instagram handle, you're like, this is the hardest (laughs) thing ever. I can never change this in my life. Like, no, you can constantly change stuff or your bio, you should change it. Like, Yeah. yeah. So, Wow, I blacked out. I don't know no, where we're at.
1: <laughs> that comes, I mean, that comes back to like taking action, right? It's like the analysis paralysis. Like it's every, everything you think of is just keeping you from doing Just go for it. You can always change it. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, we all yeah. get caught up and I've learned through the years. I used to analyze stuff way more. I don't anymore, which is great. Sometimes it gets, it bites you in the butt because you do it too quick. But at the end of the day, right, it's all learning. Right. But
0: then, but yeah, then you learn, then you're, yeah, like, which okay. is great. Yeah. And
1: I think the, the social media point was great about. More sharing about you versus just business. I think people are short-sighted in that. Even like when I'm thinking about, we're trying to help people get better at email marketing, like opening up on mm-hmm. there as well. Because when you think yeah. of some of the biggest brands nowadays, and I don't know all the um, the people, the Jenner's name right? So whichever one came out, with all the was it Kylie that had all the cosmetics that sold it for like a billion dollars, whatever it was. Yeah,
2: I don't yeah, know okay. one okay. of them. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, like they well, all have. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, so the younger one, whatever, like. I, I would assume I don't know much about her, the brand, but like what it seemed that was her that they leveraged the brand so that she was probably really personal right on her Instagram, people actually felt like they knew her, even though they've never talked to her probably never will, they support her brand. Now it's a, you know, multi billion, whatever they sold it for. It's just kind of like, it, and this is obviously a much smaller scale, but at the end of the day, it shows you what works anybody now that has catapulted forward in this this day and age when there's instagram and all this stuff it's not like the people that had the perfect videos and everything was perfect they're the perfect mother the perfect wife, all this stuff like that was trendy oh, that for a little not, bit right yeah, but it no, doesn't yeah it does doesn't work so anymore now, <laughs> yeah
2: people hate that
1: yeah so exactly <laughs> so, yeah. This is, which which goes to show you like yeah you drop the peaches you slip on this whatever it is like show it you know you're you're real people's will relate to you more. They'll feel like they know you even if they never have and they'll buy from you. They'll come to you. It'll be the first person on their mind when they need a tan or whatever service yeah. you're offering. So it's a great way to... Break the break the ice, uh, so to speak. I think that's a you know the Marco Polo having people on the the video is great. Remember when we opened Sunless Eva and we asked everybody to do a video? Like it was kind of an interesting yeah. test, yeah. but it was cool the to see. Yeah, people that did
0: it. Yeah. the people that were like, oh, yeah, but
1: a- it broke the ice, right? It was interesting uh-huh. it to see. Yeah. there's Would something
0: you- about looking in someone's eyes that like you just you like feel them, right? Like there's so much power in in that yeah which yeah. we should
1: have done we should have done a video interview huh? <laughs> uh, next, next time <laughs> next one we will so so we have you had the mindset part of that 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 was part mm-hmm. of the issue with, the, with the, these people come yeah. with products there's issues there's there's mindset issues money mindset i'm thinking of like maybe our generation the upbringing was uh money doesn't grow on trees money's the root yep. of all evil right these we, things can't, are,
0: we can't afford that yeah
1: all these things are embedded in us and i find myself That's i haven't that. spent enough time on that stuff, but I know about it. I've read about it, heard about it, podcasts, uh, hear people talk about it. So I understand the concepts there, but it completely makes sense to most of the times I've seen in my business, I've seen in other people's business. I know now that like I am the bottleneck of what the next level is. So I need to Mm -hmm. work, look internally and fix that for us to get to the next level. It's that kind of thing, right? It's such a mind game, but I think that working on anytime you're working with somebody and helping them with business I think it always comes back to the root which is the person which is the mindset or the beliefs whatever they have um, which and like, like they know yeah. like
0: that's the great like you like it is already written in your body like your future right like your success like it is there but you're the one that's stopping it mm-hmm. like the universe is trying to like give this to you and like you're blocking it right from like yeah. all of, like childhood trauma all of this stuff plays such a huge part in it and so just by unlocking that and being like you know the answer actually like yeah. you know what you want to do you know what you need to do to get there like you are capable of that like that's where that's where the magic happens and once you can get people to that level that's when you're like okay buckle up here we go yeah you know and they're not scared to take messy action
1: yeah which is great yeah that's what it is right as an entrepreneur I think I think having a little spending a little time alone doing something like an Enneagram test or spending some time alone thinking about where you want to go listening to the thoughts you know that are coming to you that maybe there's been that one that's always knocking you always hear it but you kind of ignore it like that's not for me one of those things and then Ultimately, I think, you know, what you mentioned, uh, having somebody that's like a coach or a mentor has been mm-hmm. life changing for me in a variety of different seasons of my life. I think you should always have somebody there for you. And that is, yep, I I'm still poor. have one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I I'm will poor. always
0: have a coach. Yeah,
1: yeah me too. And I implore anybody that's never looked into that. It doesn't have to even be somebody in the tanning industry, somebody you connect with, obviously, do your due diligence, there's tons of people out there that sell themselves as coaches, but Make sure you right. find somebody that you resonate with, uh, and that can help you ultimately unlock these these things. Because you know, there's it's always great to get that insight and in you know somebody to look from third party and just kind of say, "Hey, why are you doing it this way?" It's always easier, right, looking in than looking out. So for people yeah. to see that, so I think that's a, that's a huge thing for people that haven't looked into it before. Definitely explore that.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah definitely.
1: Definitely. So you said do the Enneagram test, the mindset. Social media. So kind of breaking that ice there. Those are the. Yeah. So this
0: is what I would say if you're struggling with some of these things that we've talked about, is I would say, um, take the Enneagram test in the grant will link it or message me and I'll send it to you and then um, read the book. You're a badass at making money and then get on Marco Polo (laughs) and just start Marco Poloing your friend. If you're like really uncomfortable getting on there and showing your face. And then here's the great thing of it, though. Don't feel like you have to literally force something that you don't enjoy, but you do need to test it. I think there is power in that. But then if you decide this does not feel aligned in me and what I want to do, you can always outsource other things. But I think you can't start there. Like you have to figure that out. Yeah, you have to try it on.
1: Definitely, definitely. So, outside those are the top things you would say that, that are presented to you. Um, you've seen, and, and on in addition to that, the people that you have worked with, mentored, whatever the relationship was, what has been the things that what I, the number one thing that has made those people the most successful? Because you said for you, obviously, Instagram was what mm-hmm. cre- helped create your business and get you where you are. So, I'm curious for those people that you've worked with and helped, what has been the the leaping pad for them to help them get to the next level?
0: Okay. So it's like a good, it's like a good little mix. I okay. feel like my ones that have really, I mean, all of them are doing fantastic. Sure. Um, my students and stuff, and I'm still, I'm still in contact with them. So, um, one like and I like ask them you know like what are what are you doing like how's your business going and so the feedback that I've got from them is that they're doing Instagram and like collaborations and I teach both of those inside my course like how to even do that you know our trade's a good idea how do you approach someone to do a giveaway our giveaways even awesome like (laughs) um like how to get that out there and you know in the beginning their first everyone's first stress is like, how do, cause I just need to spray as many bodies as you can. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: To like fine tune your art. And so I give them like a whole strategy and I'm going to give it to you guys here too. Cause you deserve it. You've listened to this whole thing. <laughs> so um, one of the strategies that I give them that has been so awesome for everyone. And I, I'm just like, so excited to share it. So I give them um, my model call. Like system, okay. So you need to spray. I always tell my girls, if you can spray thirty bodies, it's that like you've gone through everything. You've gone through people coming unprepped. You've gone through people with you know sunburns. You've gone through all of your troubleshooting within those thirty people, and now it's like muscle memory for you. It is literally in your body. You're no longer in your training phase. Like you are a professional spray artist, and so my goal is to help them get their 30 bodies. And so I do what's called a model call. So I don't like to do discounted tans because there's right. Like you just invested a lot of money into your education. You don't want to like devalue yourself or just have those people that want to come in for the deal. Obviously there's an exception to that with like family members you do just need to like spray some bodies. But then when it comes to the point you're ready to start posting before and afters, you're ready to start showing, you know, different service stuff that you're doing. So this model call is like the perfect leeway into it where you don't have to say that you're a beginner. Right. So you post on Instagram that you are doing a model call. This is for solution testers. Everyone loves to be a model, okay? <laughs> this is where my reading people and my marketing expertise like come in. Yeah. So everyone loves to feel like a celebrity. They love to feel special. So people are going, and I have them apply. They have to like, they, they have to apply, right? Mm-hmm. To be in this. And um, you can decide how many spots you want to fill or what days and time, that doesn't really matter. Once you get those, um, once you've posted it, that you're doing this model call for the solution testers, Um, And you do it for a little bit of a discount, but you never say that in your marketing. You say, I'm doing a model call for solution testers. And then you just do the price. That gives you the capability to know that this is just a promotion. This is not your set price. But then you say also, you have to send me a picture and you have to give me your honest review. Mm. So they feel like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of a discount because I'm like testing this for her, right? Like I'm helping her out. Right. So then when all these people start applying, you then pick your people, however many spots you wanna fill, but every single person that applied, you then message them and tell them, hey, thank you so much for being willing to be my model. I did fill my spot, if you did, right? If um, I did fill my spot, but I wanted to offer you still a model discount code so you could use that because I just appreciate you so much, and then bam! Now you have just filled more of those spots. It's still at that little bit of a discount. They know that that promo is going to go away, but this works every single time. Wow,
1: that's great! I love that. Yeah. That's this is creative, right? You're, yeah, and then you're, you're like getting psychology?
0: content from them. Like it's not like, hey, I need models because I'm new.
1: Yeah,
0: it's let it's helping you step into your own power. Yeah. of like. I just paid a lot of money for my education. I can step into my confidence and face it till you make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's awesome.
1: That's if awesome. you
0: try it, let me know.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's a that's a great I think that's a, it's one of those things that I haven't heard anybody ever say that. So <laughs> that's definitely creative. Okay, I good.
0: I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things. It was one of those ideas that came to me probably when I was listening to an audiobook. Yeah, <laughs> and right. then I tested it. And it worked, and now I share it.
1: So yeah, that's a great idea. It's such a great idea. Well, uh, I mean, this, uh, we, I think we've been recording for over an hour for sure. So I think we, I know, we, yeah, which is awesome. I, I mean, we obviously I need to come back another time. We'll do a video, we'll do all that stuff. Uh, before before we wrap up, for sure, if anybody wants to uh, talk to Tisha, she's wonderful. She'll definitely uh, help you with anything you need in the business, thesungun.com. Um, you said also on Instagram, right? The sun gun, mm-hmm. will link all that stuff below. Yep. The sun
0: gun tanning. The yes. Sun gun
1: tanning is where from, and
0: I'm always on my Instagram. So <laughs>
1: you can always <laughs> find <me> there. Awesome. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, well, well, Tisha, I probably asked this to you last time, but I'll ask it again. First of okay. all, thanks for your time. But the last question I'd like to ask is if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Oh my gosh. Maybe I didn't ask it.
0: Maybe not. <laughs> Or maybe I don't know um I would say that's okay that's hard um I would say you're gonna do great like just trust yourself and like people yeah. need you yeah and like you need them
1: yeah because I do yourself, I collect right? yeah. people Yeah. Yeah. Which is, and I told, I was just recording one the other day and I think that you got this, you go, girl, whatever it is, right? That is like the most common answer, which is great. We hear that because it's like the, it's ultimately the belief in yourself, which is, which always seems to be the robot, especially for people yeah. that haven't got started, yeah. right? And, it's such uh, a robot. Yeah, and
0: everyone goes through It's your default. Yeah. You're going to yeah. keep going through it unless you keep working on
1: it. Yeah, and I think even the most successful people in the world, they still struggle with that as well. I think everybody, yeah. everybody does. It's just like, we all think it's just us, right? Everything we feel, yeah. it's just it's just me that feels this way which is amazing. Well, Tisha, this has been an absolute pleasure for round two here. Three years later, obviously this won't come out until March or April of this year, but anyway, it was so great to reconnect with you. There's so much more we could talk about. We'll definitely have to do another one, a part three. I'll look forward to that. I appreciate your time today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and happy tanning.